I'm Jacob. I'm Clara. And this is Clarification. Clarification. How are you doing, Clara? <laughs> that's good. Okay. Nice to see you again. So we've got another question that's um, about toxic relationships. Mm. We have a listener who's asking, I think I'm in a toxic relationship, uh, but what are the signs? How do I, uh, how do I identify this? Yeah, what are the signs of a toxic relationship? Such a good question. And a toxic relationship can be so many things. Um, there's physical abuse, there's mental abuse, there's uh, uh, like a whole wide variety of stuff that can be going on. Emotional blackmail. <laughs> Emotional blackmail, yeah. What is that? Um, just like trying to hold you hostage to like some negative feelings. Yeah, making you feel bad. So blame. Yeah, to guilt, blame guilt. you. Yeah. yeah, and then to impose all this um, unhappiness on you. Yeah. Yeah. And all that to try to keep you in place or to control you, right? Yeah, I think they are just trying to like manipulate your feelings in a certain way, make you like think about yourself in um, or deflate your confidence. Yeah. Yeah, so that they can have a superiority over you and then gain like control, right? And feel that yeah. you won't leave because your self-worth out there is nothing and so that... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. So you, you're kind of stuck there because you don't feel that you belong anywhere else hmm. and have any valid validity anywhere else in the world. But that's super toxic. I mean, those things are uh, breaking people down slowly. Yeah, I think these are yeah, these are the signs of like toxic relationship. They can they can actually show up every now and then though. Like yeah. But then what about if you're uh, on the other end, the receiving end of this uh, uh manipulation. Yeah. And you and let it go on. Isn't that toxic in itself? I mean, aren't you yourself being adding Toxic stuff to the situation by not saying, you know what? Yes. yes. So, so how do we solve this? I mean, I think you need to speak up. I think that's the first thing in a relationship. If you feel that we're on a slippery slope here, and I think the listener is at the phase where she's not really, she may think mm. it's toxic, but I, my theory is that if you're already at that stage, yeah, it's toxic. Oh, wait. Okay, so the other day I was just like thinking, you know, toxic toxicity can happen at any time of the relationship, but it doesn't mean that it will always continue, but it also doesn't mean that um, it is there right from the beginning, and or it doesn't mean that it cannot be resolved. No. Yeah, so at any one point, let's say, should the relationship turn toxic, Someone should be able or we should recognize it, talk about it, and then be like free to communicate your your feelings, yeah, and not be put down by the other person. I mean, even if let's say the other person put up some sort of defense or excuse for their behavior, you should still be, you know, able to keep that channel open, yeah, so that it's free-flowing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's the ideal 
that is the scenario, ideal, right? But yeah. but if you're if you're if you're imposing but, this behavior on someone, you're not interested in in resolve. No, no. I think okay. I think there's always like a giver and a taker. Yeah. So one person is probably so used to giving this kind of um, abusive behavior. Mm. The other person is just maybe playing, having the victim mentality. Yeah, yeah. And then they just accept it. Right. Maybe be conscious or not conscious. But then just the fact that they do not speak up, they do not say anything, you, I'm sorry, but you are playing into the hands of the abuser. But how it's, do you break that cycle? Because it's not... It may even work for some people. That's how they, you know, get by. But other other people will see it's toxic. But for them, it's okay. But how do you break if it's if it's really? Um, I I think more people should go to therapy. I think the first step, I <laughs> always I think is recognition. Yeah. Yeah. You have to first be able to recognize a problem before you can even actually solve yeah. anything. Right. Yeah. But um, but. Maybe many people can be also in denial. They, but our the girl who asked the question, I don't think she's at the stage where it's, she may recognize it, but she has maybe a partner where she's fighting against him uh, or her or, or whatever it is that you know. Uh, yeah. So after you recognize it, right? So yeah. then you probably need to have. How do you sit down and have that conversation? This is what I think she needs to hear. How do I just sit down and say, you know what, I think this and this? You will just have to, I mean, you should be able to have that comfort or have that opportunity to speak to your partner in an open and <clears throat> honest manner, right? Of course, but it's hard. It's difficult for most for a lot of people. It's, it sounds ideal. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of this is, yeah, you should be, you can, you should always say your things, but that's super scary. That's true. So probably maybe set some time yeah. apart. Yeah. Make the objective really clear. Yeah. Yeah. Like what do you uh, what do you want to get out of the talk? What are you trying to understand? Yeah. Yeah. That's hard when it's emotional. It is. Like make it like a meeting. So we're gonna talk about this. It we is. need a solution and a resolve and and it kind of uh, it's like back to little arguments like did you take out the trash? No. And then two hours later, one is packing a bag <laughs> because it's just bottled up, right? So it becomes, these little things become huge stuff. And then sometimes you can feel afraid of going into a really big issue. Yeah. I'm so, not saying you shouldn't, but I know for myself, it can be hard. It's like some things, you feel a little butterfly in your stomach and how am I going to crack this open? Yeah, that's true. And there are, yeah, and also other factors to consider, like the person's emotion yeah. of the day or how things were. Yeah, we're all affected yeah. by that. So actually, the serious talks like this really should be planned, don't yeah. you think? I. It cannot be just randomly. Yeah, but they can. Um, my point is, just they can be hard to plan from uh, from the persons who who's not interested in that. Like who's doing the toxic behavior, and uh, they're just fine with the way uh, stuff is. Maybe or maybe not, but yeah, I think my dolphin advice in the like is just to jump into this. Just say, you know what, uh, I feel so and so. I really need to talk about this because it's on my mind and it's eating me up. So we need to figure out how to do it. So just like go for it. 
Yeah. And be open, but more, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with that, yeah, you you come on like yeah. um, straightforward, right? But then you need to like set the time or like exactly when. You cannot be like, say I'm he- heading off to work. You can't just like <coughs> no, jump no, in. Yeah. But then when you come back from work, then you're done. Then uh, we'll talk and then, you know, yeah. I think that's it. Go for it and be honest and true to yourself. Like read your feelings. If you need it, then speak it. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember to like and subscribe and check our show notes for links.